Welcome to Converse Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Aaron Sparks. He is the CEO of Site Strategics, and he also runs uh, Edge of the Web Radio uh, podcast, a weekly hour-long digital marketing podcast. Um, so, Aaron, I could read your whole bio. You have a lot of things going for you, um, a lot of SEO stuff. Um, but I don't. Th- I think we want to we want to put all of that information in the actual transcript itself. So um, to all the listeners out there, um, Aaron and I, we, we talked in the green room. We were, we known each other like off and on for the last, oh my gosh, nine, 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, marketers kind of flock together. <laughs> we fly together like the mighty ducks, <laughs> but um, you know, you know, you, you sent some over some interesting data and some interesting like um, content over and mm-hmm. kind of wanted to know, I mean, you've been doing podcasting now for like 10 years. I've been doing it for about four years um, but kind of one just initial, you know, right off the bat here, you know, what was your original start, you know, idea thinking about edge of the world, edge of the web podcast, as well as, you know, what has changed and what has kind of stayed true after the, you know, these 10 years. Cause I mean, yeah. this is the February is the month of the 10 year anniversary. Actually, I, 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 I got to correct that data <laughs> as embarrassing as it was. I look back at the the first day we dropped our, our show. It was actually in 2012. So for the last, I think, five months, I was gearing up to a 10 year anniversary and I couldn't even do my bloody math. Right. <laughs> so I'm I'm at our nine year, ninth year anniversary. So next year is going to be the 10th year. Well, there you um, go. I promise that I pay more attention to SEO math than evidently my podcast annuals there. Um, but anyway, nine years uh, doing this thing, and and we we jumped into uh, the early uh, period, of, uh, early start of podcasting. Um, so why we did it was uh, it first originated. We were actually doing a a local radio uh, station paid hour. Uh, on their station, and uh, we actually did that like seven in the morning on WXNT here in Indianapolis. And the reason was, um, obviously, uh, you know, radio ads and what have you. But who the heck is listening at seven a.m. and who wants to listen to SEO at seven on a Saturday? Uh, but we did that uh, to be able to educate our audience. There's and our customers as well. There's so many um, myths and misunderstandings inside of digital marketing. Uh, especially SEO, uh, just it just was unknown, and honestly, there's been such a there was such a black eye uh, in for the SEO industry. Uh, there was a heck of a lot of charlatanism, the snake oil being sold out there. A lot of companies that's that were marketing firms that had a web guy and they said, "Hey, there's SEO, a brand new gold rush. You can just tell your client anything and and scoop up a, a whole new revenue stream. I mean, I was seeing a lot of really bad practitioners in this space. And I wanted to be able to create content where where I could point our customers. See, we talked about this right here on this episode. So one, I didn't have to keep on repeating myself. <laughs> but two, um, it, it, it fully kind of unveiled what this industry, what the what this uh this uh, marketing service is all about and how things are changing so much. So it was not only an education for our clients, but we also used it for education for ourselves. So as soon as you start teaching, um, there's an old proverb, I guess, that when one teaches to learn, right? So you're learning as you're actually instructing and, 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 uh, and sharing information so uh, uh, we were able to continue to keep our powder dry on best SEO tactics uh, just because we're talking about what's trending in the marketplace. 
But way back when, it was a radio show that was airing, and then we shifted down to uh, 95.9 on uh, Franklin, and we were able to get a different time slot. But all the while, we were taking this MP3 and then repurposing the, the airtime broadcast. And the guys at the station didn't even know why we wanted that digital recording. That's how, that's how old, or I should say how old we are, or how early we were. They said, okay, fine, you can, you can have the recording. So we grabbed the MP3 and started to move it. So that's that's when we started, and uh, we we continued to to kind of churn up basics. If you go back to the first shows, it was I think I like we had twelve steps of what you should, what you know your digital marketing tactics. Step one, two, three, four, all the way through, and and don't go back to those shows because the quality was terrible. Uh, but that's why we started it right there is to get a little bit of of uh, advertising traction, but also learn as we go and help educate everybody. Preaching to the choir. There's another adage <laughs> verb out there um, or, or analogy. Um, and, and I love that because I, I totally agree with you on that. You know, podcasting has uh, helped me. You know, I learn for as much from the guests as I do. I think we kind of, you know, collaborate on things and, and it's open doors. I think it has opened up, you know, mm-hmm. doors to the community, has opened doors to connecting with people. It's basically like tell you know, each episode is like your child. And so you're like, okay, I've almost got a hundred children. You've got way more than that. And it's kind of like, <laughs> don't tell my wife. <laughs> yeah. We're actually and, coming up to our 400th episode. There you go. See? Yeah. Four X. And, but the thing is, is that you can go back to that stuff and yeah. you can, you can pull in those transcripts and pull in that information to other people saying, Hey, we mm-hmm. talked about this. And it just amazes me. Like when you said you started, don't start the first episodes, but I mean, I've you know listened to Tim Ferriss and even for his first episodes versus now are night and day. So everybody has oh, to sure. start somewhere. And I think that's what everybody's kind of scared of is where to start because you see all of this technology moving so quickly. And so my next question, you know, you know, out of hmm. this is, you know, how do you stay, you know, on top of, you know, new mediums, new technology, you know, what's kind of the um, the thing as a marketer that you've learned over the years, you know, you know, do people need to be on Snapchat, TikTok? Mm. Like what's kind of the what's kind of the thing that you've kind of noticed, you know, like, do you, you know, analyze it first? Mm-hmm. You know, what, are you an early adopter? What do you kind of do to kind of sort that stuff out? Um, I, I'd love to say that we rush into uh, grabbing a hold of uh, new trending platforms. That's not really the case. Uh, we started to build our our broadcast, if you want to call it that, um, on 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 the omni channel side of things. So so we started to curate all of our content into to, to meet the audience where they are in kind of their digital consumption, right? So uh, the audio file, the, the, the podcast, podcast listener may very well not be the same person that's actually searching on a particular tactic that we talk about, but we could actually get a hold of that person on our curated content and then move them into the, the audio lane. And the same thing with the video file. If they're watching YouTube, then we can actually capture them there and then move them into understanding more of what we're talking about with the show page, transcripts, what have you. So we really started to adopt the multi-line discipline um, and continue to re- curate our content to be able to flood those different lanes 
Um, there's always changes that are happening and always improvements. And the technology threshold has greatly reduced since we started doing this. Um, the audio, the cameras, everything can be easily executed by, by anybody, right? Um, but you, you still have to have the, the discipline of broadcasting with consistency. So it's not really about where your audience is or the new trending places. I certainly, you know, I, I gather that uh, that you you can find a great new uh, water cooler moment in a in another uh, another new platform. But if you're actually really wanting to deepen your relationship with your audience, you stay in in lanes and be able to, and and develop a, a regular discipline discipline of of communication. So if somebody's in Facebook or somebody's searching you or 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 watching your videos. Keep a consistent uh, a communication there. That's actually going to be able to create a much stronger uh, audience loyal, loyalty than rushing over to TikTok real quick. Now, I, but at the same time, you know, I'm I'm old. I'm, I'm a bit old school in the digital marketing space. We love what we do here, and we're always experimenting. But it, so there is that that let's try this out and see how it works. But you have to be willing to commit to time on any platform. As well, so if you're going to try TikTok, I mean we're all digital marketers here, right? If you're going to try try TikTok, stay with it enough to be able to get data to see whether or not that's even effective. There's so many times where a digital communication or broadcast will try so many scattered approaches, but they're not even paying attention to the data long enough to decide whether this is a good investment in their broadcast portfolio or not. So, I I, I tend to, I tend to try to guide what we do with with um, consistency, not trying to, to fly off into, into new technology until it's proven in this. Like, okay, there is actually listeners in that space. So we, we can move over, and, but we have to move over with intention and discipline. That makes sense? Yeah, no, it, it makes a lot of sense. I was just kind of visualizing a lot of companies that you're mentioning, just like throwing stuff. It's like throwing jelly at a board. Yeah. And what you're trying to do is you're basically you're a dart player. You're like, I'm going to I'm going to pick it here, here and here. And I'm going to take the time to learn how I'm going to, you know, hit it. And I'm like, you can't hit the bullseye all the time, but you can hit right. it enough to like add your score up. So how Absolutely. do you take enough time to say, hey, you know, we're getting closer to that bullseye, but it's not quite there yet. Maybe it's, you know, a little little bit of data is off. Yeah. You know, talking about time now, you know, how do you balance, you know, site strategics while doing, or you know, you know, a web, you know, it's radio show to a podcast. Like how have you, you know, managed that? Uh, with great difficulty. <laughs> we, we've actually uh, kind of adopted it uh, within with our team of uh, core discipline that everybody participates in. Um, and we actually do two shows now, not one show. So we're actually having our regular interview that we break out and break out into multiple segments. Uh, but we also do our news shows. So we're doing all, uh, on the screws each and every Tuesday's drop is digital marketing news of the previous week. So we kind of, we duplicated our efforts, but didn't duplicate the amount of investment of time because we were able to be more efficient on how we're recording and how we're delivering it. So we'll actually turn around a podcast fully edited, uh, both video and audio, as well as show page and social media in 24 hour period of time because we we've, we've been doing it for such a long time right um but we we have that as part of our fabric inside of site strategics it, it, and a while back we we had more of a smaller team doing doing the edge and then a good deal of the additional individuals that were part of site 
really didn't have any involvement in that. And that that turned out to be a mistake on my end because, uh, one, it can certainly create a level of internal envy or what have you inside the culture of the organization. But you also didn't get the contributions and the ideation, the, the hey, have you thought about this? Why do, we, why do we try to do this? Because it was such a small uh, small set of individuals uh, uh, that were producing this regularly. So I kind of incubated it wrong as we we built our our team together over the years. And I've reset that. So it is, it's an all hands on deck approach of, of creating the content. And more importantly, everybody learns from the content as well. And that was also something that that uh, I, I couldn't get my mind around is why aren't you listening to the show? Well, they weren't part of the team that was creating it. So they didn't have a buy-in to, to really um, want to learn what we were talking about on the show each and every, every week. I mean, we learned from some of the top minds in digital marketing around the world and did not have that fount of information going into our, into our company at the time. It, it was, it was uh, unfathomable to me, but I understand now why we did. So we've actually made it a part of our, our, uh, internal functionality. I mean, it's kind of part and parcel. We're always paying attention. We have an, a, a regular internal scrum of our uh, of our uh, edge content every other day. We have our regular client stand-ups every day, but or at least we're touching base with each other on where are we, how are we, you know, how's the assembly line going? So we've made it much more of a, a core foundational uh, piece to our organization. Love that. So no more grueling questions here. Um, and if you want to go, I mean, you want to go free reign with this because Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely, I mean, kindred spirits here with the podcasting and everything and kind of understanding, um, how it intertwines being also a marketer, you know, can you share a story? Um, it could be anything inspirational pivot, whatever, um, internally, um, with site strategics, or it can just be with a client or even with a guest host. Something just kind of pops in your mind. You're like, "Hey, I want to talk about this." Yeah, 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 absolutely. In fact, a couple, a couple of recent incidences really just rang my bell here. Um, we built a studio here inside Strategic, so so we actually put a lot of time and effort into a full broadcast studio, and and uh, it's it was a diversified revenue opportunity, so people can come in and get their podcast produced, right? So it was not just. Um, uh, uh, it wasn't just a, uh, flight of fancy. We decided to build this thing out. So it is actually a standalone separate brand. It's edge media studios, uh, that was derived from edge of the web. Um, but, uh, the goal of the studio was not just to have somebody be able to walk in and, and inquire about a podcast. We get that now all the time, but it was also to use our studio on behalf of our clients, right? So our, our clients are in all different uh, industries and um, to be able to learn from our clients uh, and inquire of how do you do this, how do you do that? Because we have to create content all the time, blog content, structural content. How do you find out their differentiators, their unique selling propositions? Well, we've finally over the years been able to get our clients in the studio and yeah, they're not going full full bore on a podcast each and every week. But we're actually interviewing them as if we were interviewing uh, 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 on a podcast and learning their whys, right? You know, not not only what you do, how you do it, but also why you do what you do. And we've had some watershed moments around here of just learning our clients and just we, we, we curate all that content 
into in, you know, from the from the recording into into transcripts. Again, same thing we do with the show into blog content, into social media, and it is. Uh, I mean, it is like we're just putting buckets underneath the, <laughs> the the table, and all that great content comes out. And that's probably the best and most efficient way to learn your your the subject matter. And on top of that, you've got the subject matter expertise right there, their tone of voice, what they know about the industry. And it is really has really been an eye-open moment as we've disciplined ourselves to get our clients in here. So we had uh, a couple, uh, one of our clients come in and they talked about all of their different case studies of, of different, uh, different things that they've done for the packaging industry and their different clients. And I mean, it was jaw-dropping because I didn't even know that they did this, this, and this. They had no way of knowing that I needed to know that until we got them in the booth and they started talking. And all of a sudden, I mean, they're now they're proud. They're on the mic. Whether or not they're broadcast or not, they start taking on this, wow, this is really what we did for this client and this client. And it turned out to be able to create fantastic, almost infographic web, web pages for case studies. Um, but just recently, we had a, a really good moment of a brand new client that we just rolled out a, a, a website for. And I'm now insisting that our clients come in and record with us in the studio to be able to be able to get video and get audio for one of the best things that we could do is capture a 15 second, 20 second audio and video piece and have that video as part of, of the site content itself. But uh, just having a, a, a conversation back and forth, all of a sudden we're learning so much. And then I'm armed with SEO research, right? So I know what are the top questions that are volumed uh, questions that are pe- are being asked online. And now I'm structured with, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start earning some rich snippets from these questions. This is what people ask. Let's get brief and concise on your on your answers. And there's this a treasure trove. I mean, literally, it was like a Gatling gun of feature snippet, feature snippet, feature snippet that we could actually uh, possibly earn with how they were answering these questions. So that, 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 that epiphany, I had, we actually did it a, a week or so ago. It was just, it was the, 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 the convergence of everything that we tried to plan here. And it was really working out well because the clients got it. We got it. We had research to back up everything that we were asking. And now we let the mics run, the audio run, and we're cur- curating everything. So it's going to feed the social lanes, feed audio and video and content on the site. Whew. Was a lot. No, I, 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 no, I, I'm right there with you. I, I honestly believe that you know podcasting, and I even saw it with my podcast. Like early on, is that if you find a way to get it categorized in the right moments and in the right categories, your podcast can outshine a lot of other people. If you find the right audiences within those RSS feeds that are already there, like you don't mm-hmm. need to create a new platform. You just have to find out where they're at. And where they're yep. listening to and if they want to come back and if they want. So, I mean, there's so much things that go into it. It's like a combination of like an e-commerce store of like a satisfaction of a product. Uh, but it's a, an actual listening, you know. And so, I mean, you're throwing in web, you're throwing in video, you're throwing in audio, you're throwing in social. But everything ha- has a purpose. It's not just, hey, we're doing all of this stuff. It's like everything right. has a purpose and you're seeing the core of just the interview itself. It's like almost being, I was telling people to be in, begin with, I'm like, I'm like the Barbara, you know, uh, or the Diane Sawyer of podcasts. Like I asked the right questions because if you ever see her do, you know, 2020 or any of that kind of stuff, she asked such particular questions where even, you know, even the most controversial people that she talks to, 
somehow mm-hmm. you kind of had to see a look on their face at one point. They were like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. But, <laughs> but it's almost like a truth set where she just like yep. takes it out and she's like, and you get that information because if you yeah. let people talk enough, they'll, they'll reveal the truth to you. They'll reveal a, a truth that they that you and your client might not have known at that point. You're absolutely right. And I think the art of of podcasting is being able to listen and hear. Now you have your structured questions and you'll navigate it, right? But in between those are are, are the is the true interest in that show. And and uh I've certainly failed more <laughs> more often than not, but but be able to find you're kind of using a you know divining rod as you're having a conversation. Oh, there it is, right? Let's go into that. So I mean, there is this incredible skill of of uh, interviewing that 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 uh, I tip my hat to so many people that can actually find that, um, but you know the 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 uh, goal of what we have when it's actually guided by research data and and strategy it was it is it is a a really neat moment to be able to see how we're going to be using this and the client gets it and it's just. <laughs> it really made me proud here a, a couple of weeks back because it was, um, it was the, 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 again, the, the, the pull together of all these different resources and knowing exactly where everything's going to go. It's just that, that moment was a, a bit of a proud moment for me. Sorry. It was kind of waxed poetically. Yeah. There. <laughs> yes. No. And it, and it kind of leads perfectly into the next segue is about you. You mm-hmm. know, you get up in the morning, you know, the first thing you think, you know, why do you do what you do? Why, why work? What's kind of, and it kind of even, I know work has a, a cumbersome of like a, a negative where you like, you have to struggle to work. So let's just kind of change it. It could be work in the sense mm-hmm. of a passion, a purpose. Like what is your purpose when you get up in the morning? You're like, this is the reason why I, I do what I sure. do. Um, You know, I think it does have a little bit about what I just told, told you about is that, um, Whenever I started to build this show and build this studio, there was a bit of an oil and water mixture or lack thereof uh, in our firm, in our organization. And I, I didn't hear correctly um, uh, and I had to navigate uh, uh, the company and, and, and it, it kind of was painful, the birthing process here. But I'll tell you what, um, getting to the degree of what I just shared with you, it, it it sounds like it would have been, yeah, it makes sense, commonplace, well, you know, uh, how, how you could do that and strategize. But it actually took a long time to actually get to the degree where we have the personnel in place, the efficiencies in place, and be able to strike gold like that. And um, that is kind of the accumulation of, of what I was trying to do for the last literally 10 years is to get to the point where we have a curation engine. We're wholly differentiated from any other marketing firm in the Midwest because of what we can do here. And um, being able to be recognized by peers across, honestly, around the world of what we're doing because of this show is kind of like the ESPN of digital marketing. If I could be, if I could toot our own horn here. And getting a bit of, of, of peer recognition and, and, uh, uh, acclaim and uh, we were able to actually ask now of any marketer you want to come on the show and they know us and they want to be part of it because they know that we we treat them very well and that 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 wonderful moment whenever you're in the foxhole together during a podcast during a live broadcast or whatever you you, you create a bond with whomever you're interviewing and they trust you and there's there's that moment where um uh you've got each other's back and those things are 
are are more and more often um uh what do I want to say they're they're sometimes hard to come by but they're really satisfying and and uh gratifying whenever you whenever you do uh something like that so I enjoy what I'm doing now more than ever before. It certainly is a challenge. Uh, we're getting more and more business. I have to grow my team again, and it's it's uh, we're doing it the right way uh, and and being careful on who we're actually bringing on board because they got to get it. They got to get this. You know, it, it, we're not looking at disparate individuals to come in and do their small or their their, their set of skills. They got to be part of this team. And that's what is really making me excited because the more and more this is actually known as, as being an engine that we've got, uh, we're finding people that really do get this. I mean, I've, it's, it's tough running a business. Uh, I got four kids and, um, uh, from 21 to, to nine, and, uh, that's a whole nother industry right there, <laughs> making sure that we're focused on our kids and, and giving them their, uh, their time. But, uh, this has been a really, uh, a really good moment for us over the last few years to be able to get it right, get everything dialed in. And now we're starting to see uh, the fruits of a long path of labor finally, finally come to fruition there. It's kind of you like, you kind of made it out of the desert. <laughs> you saw the end goal. <laughs> <laughs> you bet, and there's some dry, dry spots there. There's, there truly was. Yes. Oh, and, been and, there. Been there, you preach. Make, <laughs> you make mistakes and you you try to learn from them, and and sometimes you, you slam your hand in the door way too many times because you're not learning the correct lesson. But um, ultimately, if you can look back and say, you know what, um, all in all, this was the direction that we needed to go, and and you've got your backing of your family, you've got loyalty of your of your team members. It's a really great place to be able to to to, to see that and feel that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of hit it on the head um, in the sense of you, you needed the right personnel and you needed the right resources. And it was, you know, the right people to have your back, that trust. I mean, that, right. that trust is huge, but also having the right resources of, you know, keeping it going until mm-hmm. the right resources, like easier tools to make, easier integrations to send into things, you know, that you're not taking as much time that you're sending out to the right channels, you know, what channels would those be? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, enough talking about work, <laughs> but, you know, what do you do as a recharge? Like, what do you do as for a hobby and what do you do health wise just to kind of um, yeah. help you recharge? Because it seems like you're you're giving a lot. So how do you how do you kind of bring that back into, you know, helping yourself out? Sure. Bourbon and cigars every day. I think that's a great, great diet. And I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's got to be the good um, stuff though. It's got to be the Cubans. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's more and more coming across and uh, some fantastic, there's a fantastic cigar shop called Sticks down here at uh, downtown Indy that that has some really good stuff. Anyway, uh, no, that indulgence is far and few between. Um, uh, I tell you what, COVID really did us a number uh, on my own family, more, more especially. I had two bouts of the bloody stuff, if you can believe that. Um, and uh, we obviously had to shut down, and uh, as did the entire country. Um, but in our, you know, in our, we we're blessed to be able to have the technology to not miss a beat and be able to do everything remotely and even conduct these interviews uh, remotely as well. And, and we were actually. Um, uh, given kind of a dispensation from, from the uh, uh, the governor's office to be able to broadcast when everybody else was shut down so we could keep on operating the studio because we were kind of a web broadcast 
uh, utility. And a lot of companies looked out as looked at us as an alternative to actually uh, work with us because uh, their their in person meetings obviously got shut down. But to recharge, uh, I don't know if you're if you're an entrepreneur. Um, I don't don't know if it's healthy not to recharge, but I don't recharge that often. Um, we uh, I shouldn't say that we actually go out. The family and I uh, go out and we do uh, camping. I've got uh, all my children are in scouts in one way, shape, or form. So we are literally camping every week, or I actually say every month, uh, and that gives us the moment to be able to gives me the moment to unplug and uh, walk with the kids and be able to learn and teach things. Uh, and be completely separated from uh, the digital world. Not completely. Got to yeah, got to still run a business, but uh, we're not plugged in nearly as much. So that helps enormously. Uh, and just being able to 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 close the lids on the computers and be able to have a moment every every day with the kids, uh, however brief it is, that's the, those moments of recharge as well. I love that. Aaron, you know what? I, I absolutely love this episode. Um, it, it is a kindred spirit in the sense of how you're you're seeing podcasting, not just in saying like, I started a podcast, we're 15 episodes in, let's just drop it. It's yeah. more about like, you know, we're 400 episodes in, we've been doing this for 10 years, we see the value in it, we've had different iterations, we're seeing, you know, what it takes to, you know, put a lot of effort in, but you get a lot of value out of it. It's not just a one-to-one, like you can do so many different things with the podcast, with content curation that a lot of people are just not, just now recognizing that you're already been doing this. So the backlog about you, you know, your story about different packaging companies, even just the stories about, you know, you know, remote and in-person, you know, broadcasting has just been interesting. So, and just talking about yourself. I mean, I always love to learn about new people and new experiences and what they bring to the table of, you know what they have. And I think the listeners will enjoy that too. So Aaron, thanks for being on the show. You're more than welcome, Sean. And uh, hopefully we can talk in the near future. Sounds good. And to all the Converge Coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap.